Hey everyone, this is Brian, the 80s wrestling fan from Twitter. I'm back at you with episode 9 of Legendary Wrestling Figures. I uh, just want to talk about a couple things. Uh, I've got a couple followers that uh, both really nice guys. I've gotten some figures for one of them. I think you got a Randy Savage and a Ricky Steamboat that I, uh, I had done in WrestleMania 3 gear. And he had some good ideas for me about things to talk about. And one of those stories will be the stretch wrestlers. So uh, those are big bucks nowadays. And I actually had a couple when when I was a kid. I had Roddy Piper. My brother had the Junkyard Dog. And at the time, I wasn't I wasn't super crazy about them. The uh, I like the realism on the 8-inch LJNs. I like the Bendys. Um, the thumb wrestlers, it's funny, you get a thumb wrestler, now you realize you do have to be a little kid with, or somebody with very tiny hands to actually use those things. But the stretch wrestlers, kind of like uh, the older stretch Armstrongs uh, figures for the generation before, uh, either, I'm saying, I think I had those in the 70s, I think I had one of those. And maybe they were before that in the 60s. I'm, I'm no expert on stretch Armstrong, but the stretch wrestlers figures, I believe there were eight of them, may have only been six. I know I remember... Bundy, Orndorff, Hogan, JYD, Piper, Savage. I think there was a J uh, George Steele, and uh, and there's probably one I'm, I'm forgetting. But uh, the story of what happened to the stretch wrestlers that my brother and I had is that uh, I had them uh, and all my wrestlers actually stored at my parents' house. So uh, I I moved out in '94. Uh, after my first year of college and left all my, all my old toys at my, my folks house and the, the LJNs and the stretch wrestlers that they were in the same area. And when my folks got a new house, it was 2005 and they, they took everything over there and it's uh, underneath the house. There's a, a, a storage area. It's protected. It was dry and everything, but everything was piled in. So in 2012, when I went over and rescued all of my LJNs, uh, when I found them down uh, in the big box that everything was in, uh, they were covered in this. Uh, it was almost like somebody had dumped a bag of flour in there. And uh, it turns out stretch wrestlers are filled with a white powder-like substance. So there was uh, there was like uh, the, the skin uh, pieces left over from Roddy and JYD and, and you know on their heads and their and their outfits and stuff but basically they they got thrown in the garbage uh the more the what you want to do with stretch wrestlers if you have them is be very careful with them store them in a uh, a nice kind place they're big bucks you don't want to have them go in the garbage and, and you don't want to see the inside of them like I did so uh stretch wrestlers be careful with them if you got them uh the second guy I wanted to talk about is uh He's going down the path of trying to paint his own LJN. So one of the pieces of advice I gave him was basically to use um, patience and practice. And that's that's kind of the, the moral of getting into a hobby like this is when you're first starting it, there's you got some ambitions and you're, you, you really want to uh, uh, dive into it full bore. Uh, my first three figures that I painted were a King Kong Bundy, a George Steele. Uh, those were good choices for the, the first ones because they, uh, they're fairly simple. You know, Bundy, you need uh, black 
paint and uh if you want to do the bottom of the the boots white like i did and um i should i shouldn't talk about bundy because i haven't done that uh episode yet but bundy and steel minimal colors needed and fairly simple on the paint work uh the the next one that i did i decided so after i'd done two where i just did pretty much the basic paint scheme they came with the next figure i did was a brutus beefcake uh no 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 i did a, a junkyard dog was the next figure i did and i wanted to give jyd the uh the white tights so uh what we'll do is uh this episode episode nine it will be based on junkyard dog and the original series of nine so that's uh one more step closer to being done with series one so he he was a lot of fun to do and i love the look of jyd with the white tights instead of the red tights the uh the the old red i basically just got all that off of there with the acetone uh, you know nail polish remover and q-tips but the bulldog symbols i'd recommend be careful around those and leave them alone and if you're buying a used jyd if you can get one where you can see pictures of it make sure those bulldog symbols are intact i've yet to try and recreate those the detail on them is is really uh and it's it's meticulous i can't imagine trying to get one to to paint one to look as good as those do uh, you'd probably have to come up with some mod podge solution but if it's already there and in good shape i'd i'd leave it uh if you're going to go with the white because the white boots he already comes with those will those will match up anyway so yeah i did the white uh all around i did the boots and i did the white very as close as i could to the blue without without going over it. And if I did go over it, I could just uh, take a paper towel and, and wipe the paint away and uncover that blue again. And the uh, on the back of his of his out, outfit, on the back of his trunks, uh, there's tights. Uh, he never had thump written on the red tights that he comes with from LJN. So I made the mistake of taking a pencil and trying to write it on his tights that I'd, I'd already painted everything white. So I, I tried to write that on there real lightly and just paint over it with red. And it it still looks cool, but you can tell I was a beginner when you look at it. Uh, I'll, I'll take a picture and that'll be on the uh, the cover of this episode. So this, that'll be the album art of it. It'll, it'll have a, uh, a JYD with that beginner's thump. And then I'll... Uh, I'll uh, and I'll try and show off both the JYD dog and the thump. And then next to it, I'll put a, uh, a JYD that's a little more recent that, uh, that I didn't use a pencil with. And the, and the lettering I got a little better on. But I like to, when I'm doing lettering on the back of trunks, like the thump symbol, I like to start from the middle and work my way out. So I started with the U in thump. Uh, to try and get the spacing right and then I went to the H on the left and the if you're looking down at it anyway and then the M and the the T and the P and and for the JYD on the on the side there to replace the original uh, just if you do when you're doing lettering uh, don't try to do the entire letter with your brush uh, a tip to to get the lettering on these guys is make make a little um, just do a tiny stroke with the, the brush to do one part of the letter and see if you like it. And then do the next part. Um, these, these strokes, if you do them about an eighth of an inch to a quarter of an inch at a time, 
And you try to keep a steady hand by just connecting one piece of the letter to the next with small strokes, you're not running out of paint. And so the, the fine tip brushes, like I've been preaching uh, on, a, on these episodes, if you use a fine tip brush, it's going to help. But if you're going to do, say, the, the U, you, you might just uh, do maybe about, if you divide it into five or six little brush strokes and connect them, then you can get it to look a little better than if you're trying to put the whole thing on there and, and running out of, uh, of paint. At least that, that method has worked for me. Other people may be different. The, the M on his trunks, uh, same thing. If you do maybe two strokes to do the, uh, the left, um, up and down vertical M and then the, uh, and then maybe one stroke and just go over it a couple times to get the, uh, uh, the the left diagonal and then do the same thing on the right diagonal and then you you do the the two strokes and and going over it for the uh the right vertical line um round lines especially if you do the little strokes to connect the dots and just do uh, so like on the the p on the on, on thump i might do two or three to do the uh the vertical uh, and then for going around i might just do the straight part on the top of the p and then curve around uh one possibly two to do the rounded part of the p and then and then one or or two strokes to uh do the other horizontal part of the p that connects it to the vertical uh, vertical stripe there so again lettering if you can do just a little bit at a time each time you're doing it you can you can get your fine tooth brush in the paint um again if you try to do a whole letter you're going to usually run out of the paint and and trying to recreate uh single stroke brush strokes especially at first it's kind of difficult and again there's other people that probably are much better at this than me and have better technique than I do but for me that's what seems to have worked is to to kind of do a part of the letter at a time and just kind of connect each part that you do um when i got into uh the the little bit more advanced skill set on a JYD, I did the uh, the Mod Podge solution. I, I took and I printed out uh, blue and red stars. So I, w- I went online and and I found some uh, some templates for stars, and then I just played around with the sizing on the computer and printed out those out, and then took some scissors and and just did a fine cutout. So once I had my new lettering done for the the thump and the JY dog on each side of his tights and had everything painted, then I did the same technique that I did with uh, Roddy Piper. I did a little bit of uh, Mod Podge where I wanted each star. I laid the cutout star on there, and then I just went over it. And I used the back of the brush to hold down the star so that it sticks to the figure well. So it 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 looks, to me, it looks outstanding with the stars. The good thing about if you don't want to do the stars is... Uh, if you look at JYD at WrestleMania 1, he doesn't have those stars on his trunk. So if you just want to do a WrestleMania 1 JYD junkyard dog, then you can do the, the white tights and hold off on trying the Mod Podge. And he's a fun fun custom. Again, he's the first one that I did with different gear that he didn't come with. So uh, JYD is kind of near and dear to me at being the, uh, the first time where I went with gear other than what he came with. Um, the eyebrows on JYD also, if you... Uh, if you look uh, on the eyebrows of the the figure that I did very first, I just didn't have, my skills weren't as, as good. I didn't have the fine brushes, whereas the newer one, it, it was it was definitely better. Um, JYDs are plentiful, so if you want to do a JYD, it's it's one another one of those where all you need is black to fill in his, his beard, his hair, his eyebrows. If you get as much uh, 
paint off of the, the trunks especially, the tights especially, uh, that'll help getting rid of the red before you start applying the white. And uh, when you're getting up towards the edge where his, his uh, belly and his back meet his tights, as you're painting along there, the fine, right around the edge, just again, the fine, fine tip brushes will work best. And if you use uh, toothpicks, if you have toothpicks on hand, you can kind of try and scrape away the stuff that you get up on the, the skin where you don't want it. Uh, the boots being white, you, can just, you could just go over what they are. I haven't painted laces on JYD yet because he has uh, uh, white laces and white boots, so I haven't messed with that. Uh, next time I do a JYD, I would like to do the, uh, the light blue tights. I think that would be fun. And I think if I remember right, when I've looked at pictures in the past, he still has the dark blue uh, bulldog on the, the side of his boots when he has the light blue, but uh, not positive. The, the thing I haven't tried yet is a lot of JYD's boots have tiny stars actually on the boots, and I haven't been brave enough to do those yet. It's uh, it's on my radar, but uh, and maybe that's why I kind of haven't done one recently, is if I'm going to do it, I kind of want to do the, the little stars, but again, I might just hold off. So I'll try and put a uh, the cover of this where I have both the new and the old uh, lettering on there, so you can kind of see how I got a little better at that. Uh, the the hair is one of the more fun ones to do, the hair and the beard and stuff. And, and same thing when you're getting around the edges there, just have a toothpick candy and you can scrape away on his forehead if you get a little bit uh, away and, and get it on, the, the, on his forehead instead of just on his hair. Uh, toothpicks come in real handy and, and you're not going to really hurt anything if you have to use a Q-tip and some acetone on there and just go over it again when it dries, uh, when the acetone dries, which doesn't take long at all. So JYD is uh, another one of those great starter figures. You, you know, white paint for the tights, red for the lettering, and black for the hair. So you can you can be trying some of these early figures like uh, like uh, Andre, JYD, Jimmy Snuka with real minimal investment. Um, you can get a 10-pack of brushes at Walmart for about uh, 5 bucks, and that's what I was using to begin with. And that's, that's a great way to start the hobby if you just want to dip your feet into it and see if you you like it at all uh, they also have the glossy mod podge that you can brush on there uh, I, I have one specific brush that i've used for all my figures for the mod podge and i just you, if you have a garage sink handy when you're using mod podge just um, when you get a, enough on there you kind of feel when it starts to uh, get a little dry and harden up so you just got to go to the water you know go to the sink and Kind of use your fingers and brush the, the stuff off of there and then let it dry and then go back at it. So the Mod Podge stage, again, is at the end of the painting cycle when you're when you're happy with everything. Um, it, that'll really glossing it up or make it glossy. I don't even know if there, no, there is a word glossing, but I've been using that. Anyway, the, uh, the brushes also I'd recommend uh, using the sink and... and and sometimes you, you'll be using the same brush for a while and as it starts to, to harden there and instead of trying to go with a, a brush that's getting a little stiff, if you can just rinse that out, that helps. And, and getting more brushes definitely helps. And again, the, the fine tip brushes that you can find at a, out here on the West Coast, uh, Michael's is, is the store I use, just a craft store. Those will be 
anywhere from three, four, or five bucks each, but having a couple or three of those on hand is very helpful. And if you've, uh, if you just want to put a little more money into it, having as many brushes as possible on hand helps, and having uh, a wide assortment of colors for your paint supply helps. But again, if you just want to see how it's going, uh, you can get five bucks in the brushes, you can get a buck for some acetone, you can get some Q-tips and some. Uh, 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 toothpicks and you can get uh, the the paint itself is 99 cents something like that at Walmart for each color if you just kind of want to get a little bit of it and I use the disposable paper plates to to put the paints down on so it's very inexpensive to get to start out with this and of course the more paint you get the more br you know nicer brushes that you get and the higher dollar figures you attempt uh, that's where you'll you'll start spending some more money on it but Maybe you'll find it relaxing and fun like I do and get some joy out of taking something that looks like it might be a dog toy or garbage and making it look cool and new and different again. So uh, practice and patience, that's the uh, the best advice I can give you. And uh, that's what uh, Mike reminded me of, who's uh, getting into this habit and this hobby right now is, is uh, one of the first things I told him is... Uh, uh, among other things uh, like fine tip brushes was uh, uh, it takes practice and it, it takes patience and uh, after going over uh, some advice on a figure he's working on right now he he said the moral of the story is practice and patience and he's correct uh, it's just that's what it boils down to and that's that's a lot of stuff in life you just gotta you gotta practice what you're doing if you want to get it, get good at it and the more patience you have the uh, less frustrated you'll get so I appreciate you guys listening to me, uh, episode nine, having a blast. Hopefully I'm getting a little better and, and, uh, saying ooh and um, and, uh, a little less. Uh, thanks so much for listening again. Take care.